All right, so the other day, I was talking to this one stranger. He said, hi, my name's Scott. I said, what? Why would you tell me your name? I don't, I didn't ask you. And he said, well, I just wanted to ask you if you had a stick of bubble gum. And I said, well, of course I have a stick of bubble gum, but I'm not going to give it to a complete stranger. He said, well, that's why I said that my name is Scott, so I wasn't a stranger when I asked you for bubble gum. So you're not going to get my bubble gum, buddy. You might try this with some other dolt, but not with me. So I went over to the boot of my car, came out with my 12 gauge, and I told him to back off. And so he did. I went home, went about my business. Then at 2 a.m. out of nowhere, I hear a rasping at the door. It went rasp, rasp, rasp. And then I answered the door, and it was him, and he asked for a piece of bubble gum. This time he had the 12 gauge. And that's the night that I met your mother. Hello, friends. It's Tessa, and you're listening to the Misconceptions Podcast. definitely not what I expected to find in a sewer especially after seeing Luke I expected to see some kind of cult worship or a bunch of kids in a trance not some kind of ridiculous party scene and now we've ruined it because we're the adults who knows what's going to happen they're in a what, riot against us? I. What are we doing here? What does any of this mean? Did you throw more than one aluminum thing at me? Okay. I have a, a small collection of aluminum foil that Tessa has thrown at me this recording session. I don't know. You just got angry and threw yeah, it at me. Shaking <laughs> my anger out on Ryan on you. Yeah, that's fair. That's fine. That's great. What are hands? <laughs> what are hands? <laughs> what are hands? <laughs> okay. Uh, previously on Misconceptions, uh, the crew was looking into the rat pack after narrowing, narrowly avoiding a near-death encounter uh, from an explosion way high up in a skyscraper over the downtown district. The team took a survivor from that explosion to stay with uh, Woodard Lockley and Mohammed Katan. And uh, after leaving Luke, that survivor, with Woodard and Muhammad, you went on a trip into the sewers. You uh, followed this sewer maze, and uh, you were attacked by a Rat Pack member. Uh, and he cut Rin, gave him a little owie, and so Rin shot him. Uh, luckily, Rin's, ga- er, Rin's gun is not fatal, he just incapacitated him, but Faye recognized this youth as Scott, uh, a kid that she had met 
maybe not even weeks ago. Well, no, it would be weeks ago. Weeks ago in the forest, um, and she invited his friends to stay at the apartment next to her and Esther. But anyways, uh, found this kid, followed some invisible ink back to um, the Rat Pack's hideout. And what you saw was this raucous display of youth and revelry and unchecked, unsupervised fun. Um, the sewer opened up into this cavernous room. There are all these kids, dozens of them in these brown hoodies. Um, and they have, they've obviously brought in different things from the city. Like there's just an old bus in there how in the hell did that bus get here but there's a bus and they spray painted all these things on it uh they've converted one of the draining pipes into a half pipe and they're doing skateboarding tricks uh you see they have rigged up some sort of primitive arcade with like stolen arcade machines there are uh scaffolding taken from like construction projects and they're just jumping and running and doing not doing flips but like climbing up the side of it and jumping off of it and and there's this music and it's not just even one direction of music it's like there's a party going over in this corner with thumping music there's a party over in this corner going on with totally different music and it's just all this cacophony of sounds and activity and as soon as you walked in the activity died and they all looked at you and this warning cry went out adults and there was a shuffle amid the crowd but from the crowd came a familiar face for esther and for fay uh, x-man the youth that was a friend of scott's is still a friend of scott's and had stayed with fay and esther for a couple of weeks i guess um but he ran up out of the crowd very happy to see you wearing the brown hoodie of the Rat Pack. And he looked at you and he said, Miss Faye, Miss Esther, I can't believe you're here. Welcome to Wonderland. And that is where we pick up this episode. Hey, buddy. Um, Wonderland, wow. Is this where you're living now? Yeah, yeah. Did you get my letter? I, I slid it under the door. Uh, when we were leaving. Yeah, we saw it. That's that's why we came to, to check it out. We wanted to make sure you were okay. Oh. Well, that's awesome. We, I mean, he, he turns and, like, motions, and all eyes are on you still. I mean, it's, it's great. L- look. No adults. No rules. He looks at the other kids. Don't worry, guys. They're okay. They're with me. I'm kind of new here. He like turns and talks to y'all. I'm kind of new here, but don't worry. I got I got a little bit of pull with these guys. Oh, good. Um, Faye's like turning to Esther with like pleading eyes. Um. So, if y'all want to carry on with your party, um, maybe X Men, you can hang out and talk to us and fill us in on what's been going on. Yeah, totally. Hey guys, just carry on. It's all right. They're cool. And very slowly, people get back, or kids get back to doing their activities. 
uh, the music starts back up again, but eyes are still on you. Uh, X-Man, like, looks around the four of you. Uh, is that Scott? What? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's Scott. He's taking a nap. He's just kind of, he was a little tired when we met him. He was on guard duty. Well, he fell asleep on the job. You might want to find a better candidate. <laughs> Did y'all do that to him? No, 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 no. He, we walked up and really just kind of surprised him. And he just, like, ran into the wall. And that's kind of what happened. So what exactly is going on here, X-Man? Oh, this? This is Wonderland. Uh, right, you mentioned. Yeah. Um, so what do you do here? Uh, anything we want. Right. What's the purpose of this place? Well, I mean, y'all remember, right? When I was staying with y'all, we, we talked about how, like, we're all from pretty rough places and nobody really wanted us but with the Rat Pack you're like a family so this is just a place for us to be a family together so who's the leader of the Rat Pack the leader of the Rat Pack well I mean there's Daryl he's like guess the oldest out of us but I mean really even he listens to the music man the music man who's that well uh the music man I mean he's an adult but he's a he's a cool adult uh he he kind of he motions to this he like made this place for us uh Daryl said that uh like this place didn't used to be this full now it is because you know kids have run away they've heard about the rat pack they want to join the rat pack has the music man made you do anything you didn't want to do uh, no I mean sometimes he, he shows up and he'll he'll take some of the gang out uh, and they'll come back and I mean I don't know we, we I guess we kind of help him with stuff but I mean he did all this for us so why, why shouldn't we help him so last time he uh, took the gang out, did everyone come back? Well, I mean, he came by uh, uh, yesterday. Yeah, he came by yesterday morning with uh, a short guy in a lab coat and some creepy looking monster dudes. Like one looked like a frog and I don't know, one looked like Bigfoot or something, but came by and he took a, a lot of the gang with him and I mean they haven't come back yet but I mean it's alright have you ever been on one of these trips with the the music men he like looks sheepish no I mean I just kind of got here uh when, when me and the guys left the other day uh we went to the park and we found Scott and you know, Scott had the threads on. I mean, he had the the set. And we... He told us about this place, Wonderland. He told us about the music man. And 
said if we wanted to come with him he could lead us there and so we did and we got to see the music man and I mean he's cool X-Men I, I need you to listen to me yeah when do so do you have like a uh, like signal please or like something you did since you're like a teacher and you had them kind of like all right let's circle up or whatever yeah i definitely have like, like a, get down on his level okay and i'm like okay yeah whenever the people like you who are in the brown jackets yeah, the, the, rat movies, pack. Like, oh, the rat yeah, pack yeah the rat pack whenever the rat pack goes out into the city they're meant yeah. to do some really bad things uh, I don't know about that. X-Men, look at me and listen. We've seen it. We saved one the other day that was made to kill people. Kill people? You're not safe here. This is literally the safest place for any of us. I want to roll a convince. Ooh, okay. Um... A passion for kids. <clears throat> Hold on. I want to wanna look a little at the core moves real quick. Okay. Because this might not be a convince. Does Does Esther have any help points for you, Faye? I think she's used them all. No, I haven't used them all. Oh, just kidding. Because wouldn't it, would it be useful for her to like, help you inspire calm just because of the gravity of the situation? Ooh. Do you think it's a go toe-to-toe? I think it's a go toe to toe. Okay. Um, now he's very interested to see how this encounter turns out. Because you're not, you're not trying to convince him. I mean, that's all I'm gonna say. Got it. Okay. okay. But I think this is a go toe to toe. Okay. Um, that does change my tags a little bit. Um. Teacher, because I have some authority. Okay. So, either one of these tags, I'm not sure what would be the best fit, but I don't think... I think they're too similar to use all of them. But either the looks harmless, the be kind to others, or the passion for kids, and like the I'm trusting. Okay. So, teacher, and then what were the three tags you said? Looks harmless, but he already knows me, so that one's kind of meh. A passion for kids, or be kind to others. Passion for kids, definitely. Um, um, I felt like a passion for kids and be kind to others had the same goal behind yeah. it. Yeah. Be kind to others? Yeah. That's a pretty that's... lame tag. Sorry. You're yelling so loud. <laughs> but you say I'm sorry so sadly. <laughs> it's my unstoppable activist. Huh. Theme. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so you rolling a go toe-to-toe with a plus two. Yes. Seven. I thought that was... I thought it was a one. <laughs> it's a four. <laughs> okay. So a seven? Mm-hmm. Okay. So go toe-to-toe. Uh, on a seven through nine, choose one. Um, achieve my goal. Achieve your goal. So what are you wanting to achieve? Um, I want to, funny enough, convince him that he's not safe here. Okay. How do you do that? Let's, let's, we can role play it I out. We can role play it out. But I, I just, I just. I know, so now did. you rolled it, and now let's. <laughs> so what else do you say? Um. The other day, we went, and she like looks at everybody. 
you know how we try to help you guys out. And so we went to go help out a group of y'all. And um, they were made to place bombs on a building. And we were able to save one of your friends, Luke. He, like, thinks for a second. Uh, Luke? I don't know. I don't, I don't think I've met a Luke. He had brown hair and brown eyes, and he was about this tall, and... Oh, yeah, he was one of the kids that the music man took yesterday. Yeah. Um, so we got him out and got him to a safe place. Mm-hmm. Um, but the rest of them were made to set bombs, and they weren't allowed to leave. And they didn't make it. Bombs? Bombs. They blew up a building. They were made to blew up a building. It wasn't their choice. And she, like, glances at Ren. Oh, and no matter what anyone did, whether it was a crane or the mafia, things just fell inwards. Well, was it a building of bad guys, at least? There were some bad guys, but I was in that building too, and I almost didn't make it out. Well, I mean... I guess they were bad, so I mean, it's not, like, I mean, okay, so like, at one point in time, I thought y'all were superheroes with like superpowers or whatever, but, uh, I mean, you're not, obviously, but, uh, like, superheroes kill bad guys sometimes. Sometimes superheroes have to but they don't like to and they make the choice to and your friends didn't have a choice they died and killed a lot of other people in the process well didn't know about that uh I guess we could, I guess let's go talk to Daryl he probably knows more uh okay yeah. All right, follow me, guys. Uh, you can just leave Scott anywhere. He'll wake up. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so, Bill, do you unhitch Scott from your waist? Uh. All right, mate. You sure? Just kind of. Does he have like a spot, like a, like a corner to chill in, or is it just kind of? You want me to rest him here? Uh, yeah. I think he uh. I think he stays in the bus, and he points over to the bus that has, like, all the spray paint and graffiti on it. Not good graffiti. Like, <laughs> pretty sloppy, sloppy, uh, graffiti. Alright, I'll, uh, I'll go, I'll go put him in there real quick. Alright. So, three of you walk off with Scott while Bill drags, or no, you walk off with, uh, X-Man while Bill drags Scott over to the bus. So, Bill, as you are dragging Scott over to the bus, you, uh, you you drag him over and you're, like, loading him up and all these kids are, like, looking at you and staring at you. Some of them are checking out your tats. Uh, and you lay Scott down. And as you're leaving, uh, you see... Uh, you see a bloody handprint on the, the bus. Is it fresh? It is fresh. And Do I see any other blood noise from it? 
yeah, you you remember that there was blood in the uh, in the sewage tunnels, uh, and one of them was like messing up a uh, one of the markings for the Rat Pack. Um, but you see that, and you take a few steps, and um, there's like this little shanty that is made out of sticks and boards and uh, a curtain, like just a straight up shower curtain. Uh, and the blood seems to be leading in there and inside you see a shape that is not kid sized um in fact you see like from the light coming from uh I guess I should say like there's floodlights and things set up around this area to show to shine light into this area Uh, and probably like some string lights strung up in different places um But as you're looking into that tent, you see this gangly-limbed creature uh, with a human body and on his, like, forearms are, like, these discolored, mottled blue skin. And instead of, like, normal human fingers, it, like, these scrawny little things that come to, like, suction cups. Uh, And on his feet you see a similar thing and this figure is kind of hunched over and one of these blue suction cupped hands is holding a side where this blood is leaking from uh, and the face turns to you and it's frog like uh, how the eyes are so spaced far apart on his head and his mouth kind of pulls out in a line and his tongue lulls out and you see like the sticky frog tongue and it's shoots back into his mouth and he skirts back further into this tent or whatever and seeing that reminds you of Nick uh the just his whole demeanor seeing this man with these beast parts put onto him uh but he like darts back into the tent when he sees you looking at him and some of the kids get between you and the tent flap. Who is that? Doesn't look like a kid to me. He came here with the music man last night. Is he alright? He's fine. Music man will fix him. Oh, because I'm a doctor. So? You already said the music man will fix him. That's fine. It just looks kind of serious. I wonder how upset the music man would be if he got back and you let his friend die. Music man doesn't ever get upset with us. Hmm? Have you ever let one of his friends die? Doesn't matter. I'm just saying. I was going to offer my help for free, even though doctors are pretty expensive, but if you don't want it, I can just... I can go... I can go away. They just stare at you. Alright, I guess I'm helping him then. I took a Hippocratic Oath, after all. Just walk toward him. Okay. If you're going to walk towards him, they're going to stop you. What does that mean? Act that out for me. They... So, as you take a step towards him, they, like, uh... No, don't! And they, like, rush forward to grab your hands and pull you back. Alright, why don't you ask him if he wants help? He doesn't need your help! He told us he was here waiting for the doctor! I'm a doctor. No, you not you. The, the other one. The one that was here with the music man. 
Is he a, is he an old man? Yeah, he's like your age. <laughs> All right. Well, from what I see in the bus and what I saw in the tunnels on the way in here, he's lost about two liters of blood and he has three, maybe four. I don't know. He's a pretty big person. If, from what I gather, he's got about an hour to an hour and a half left to live. If you think the music man will be here before then, cool. If not, he's dead. That's all I gotta say. And I'm actually just gonna turn around and walk away. Okay. And you walk away and we'll say you join the, the rest of the crew at that point over by uh, Daryl's throne. friends and welcome to the mid-roll section of episode 51 of misconceptions i'm your host the wonderful the talented the very humble david white and i hope you are enjoying this episode i hope that you're having a great time listening and i hope that you're having a great time with your life and you're doing things that are fun and relaxing and uh, that make you feel good about yourself because you deserve it a uh, little update about the show. Last weekend, we went down to Austin. We met up with Jaime and his fiance. Moink, 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 moink. Sorry, ladies. Uh, but we went to Austin, met up with Jaime, recorded some really great episodes. We had a lot of fun. Uh, and actually, in this recording session, we finished season two. Uh, so, uh, so things are moving right along. Season two is finished recording, uh, but you still have some some good, good episodes to look forward to. I really had a blast recording these this latest batch of episodes. Um, yeah, there's some good ones in there. Uh, you are gonna be uh, you are gonna be in for a treat for the end of season two. I also want to remind everybody we are having a flyer competition through the month of June. Just something to help get the word out about misconceptions. You know, post us uh, in places and get us in front of faces uh, that might not have ever heard of us. But if you want to compete in that, there's a little video and a little post on our Facebook and Twitter accounts that explain that. Uh, how to get points, where to post them, things like that. And uh, it is a competition, and if you get the most points out of everybody, there are some really cool prizes in it for you, like a signed book, either the Player's Handbook or the MC Toolkit, the uh, MC Screen, the official MC Screen for City of Mist, and the top four people with the most points are going to get to have a little game with me. Uh, it doesn't have to be City of Mist, it could be D&D, &D, it could be anything that you want. But uh, that is a, a fun little competition we have going on right now. And you just post the pictures of your flyers on social media, tag us in it, get your points, and get some prizes. Of course, if you're not able to help us with the flyer competition, we always appreciate iTunes reviews, uh, just sharing us on uh, social media in general really helps us get out there. We want to thank everybody who has done that and who will do that in the future. We also want to thank our patrons. 
we have two new patrons as well we have one new patron and then another one anyways uh spencer shields thank you so much for supporting us on patreon um we have talked a little bit on social media uh and i just i just want to thank you for showing your support and helping us grow our show it really means a lot and i also want to give a shout out to chris polk uh, Chris has been a longtime supporter of us, but he just recently upped his pledge so that we could get back up to the $300 level because we had some people drop their pledges, which is okay. It's just the, you know, it's the life cycle of a Patreon-supported show. Uh, but he upped his pledge by $5 to help us get back to the th- up above the $300 level. So, Chris Polk, thank you so much. Spencer Shields, thank you so much. We appreciate everything that you do. Uh, and it really makes a difference for us. So thank you so much. Alright, we're going to get back to the episode. What's going to happen? Is Faye going to lose her cool? Is she going to buy a house for all these kids? What is everybody else going to do? Let's find out, huh? So you walk over, uh, I'm trying to think, he, he has like some sort of throne, but like what would be like, what what would a kid make a throne out of? And he's not really a kid, he's, I don't know, he is a... What use in recess for the throne? <laughs> isn't it a slide? I can't, I, I honestly don't remember. He, he's not a kid, he's, he is, so you walk up and you see this older kid uh, he is older than X-Man. Uh, X-Man's probably like in junior high. This kid's like in high school, maybe a sophomore in high school. Um, he has a red uh, hoodie on, but you see he's like torn the sleeves off. Um, and he he's bigger, more muscular. Uh, there are some different kids all around him. Uh, and as you're walking through, I think a lot of the Rat Pack members you've encountered so far have been boys. But you do see girls also in the hoodies. Um, and as you get closer, you see there are some girls like in his inner circle, as it were. Uh, but what what is like his throne? What have they like dragged down from the city and converted? I'm thinking they like welded together like old cars and stuff. Welded like, it together? Yeah, like created like their own... Okay, so like something a a sophomore shop class in high school could probably put together. Okay, yeah. okay. So you you get closer and you see like this beat up bug with like the the top cut off uh, and welded and melded back together, and it just it looks a mess. There's this old rust bucket, uh, and this older kid is kind of leaning across the back seat, uh, and as you get closer. Um, some of his inner circle like have bats and uh you see like uh like barbed wire stretched around the bats and things um but you kind of walk up to them he's against the back wall of this cavern kind of looking out over everything and he sees y'all walk up hey what are you adults doing here better question is what are all of you doing here doing whatever we freaking want 
Really? No freaking way. How's that working out for you? Freaking great. So what do you do? You just sit on your throne? Yeah. We're gonna go climb that thing over there. We're gonna go fight some kids over there. Wow. Sounds like you're really living a glorious life. What's the point? The point? I don't... Uh, to have fun. I don't know. What's the point of anything? It's a deep question. I'm sure you didn't mean it that way. Yeah, whatever. So why why do you have a throne? If this is about everybody getting to do what they want, why a leader? Well, if somebody wants this throne, they can come take it from me. So far, nobody has. Nobody's tried to take your throne from you. Well, I mean, they have. I mean, it is a pretty shitty throne, so why would you want to take it? Okay. You got some pretty shitty glasses. And X-Man is, like, standing there just wide-eyed. Uh, hey, Daryl. Uh, these guys are cool. They're with me. Don't worry about it. Hey, shit stain. Don't you talk to me like you want to be something. Hey, don't you think you're all shit stained? I mean, you're in a sewer. <laughs> X-Man continues. Uh, anyways. They were saying something about some bombs. And about how how the group that went out yesterday kind of kind of killed some people. Is is that true? Daryl shrugs. I mean, I don't know. Music man comes and the music man gets what he asks for. I'm sure whoever they placed bombs in or whatever probably deserved it. And who cares? We're fine. We're safe. Yeah, but how long until you're the one that goes out with music man and doesn't come back? I have gone out with music man. That sounds weird. <laughs> it is weird. I'll, I'll change. I'll change and that. How was it? <laughs> we went to Dairy Queen. <laughs> you bought me ice cream. Yeah, it's fine. As for slushy, I got a blizzard. It got uh, no. Yeah, well, I was one of the first kids here, so the music man has called on me plenty of times. That's why I'm here. And he pats the tattered seats of the, the slug bug he's in. So how long till this gets uh, as boring as it looks? What are you talking about boring? This looks super, super boring. What are you going to do? You're going to grow up, become an adult, and uh, just sit on your throne? Keep sending kids to die? What's, uh, what's in game here? I mean, we die out there, we die in here. Music Man says, as long as we're in here, we're safe. Safe from what? Life? Any protection from that? You scared to live? I'm not afraid of anything. Obviously, that's why Especially not you, super. old man. <laughs> he, like, he hops out and he, like, he hops out of his slug bug and walks over to you while he's talking and, like, kind of bows up against you. He's not as tall as you. <laughs> Is he like some little teenager kid? Yeah, he's a sophomore in high school. Oh, no. Esther slides into the seat. <laughs> As you, like, go towards a throne, two girls with, like, bats step in front of you and, like, 
Brandish the bats. Please. Come at me. Oh my gosh. Whoa, guys. We don't need to pick fights with teenagers. It's not like we need to kill them or anything. Oh my gosh. I'm going to kill you. We just need some answers. Darrell. <laughs> hey, I don't know what you're doing here, but you know what? I'm sick and tired of looking at your stupid ass faces. So why don't you turn around and get out of my kingdom? Because here, I'm the king. Really? You're the king, not the music man? He gets to decide whether you live or die doesn't decide anything for me. You're right. You don't have to go with him when he asks, right? I want to. I do whatever I want down here. That's what this is all about. It's about wanting and getting what we want. So you're ready to die tonight, then? I would never die. I, that is not going to happen. You're asking these stupid questions. Happened to the kids last night. Whatever. Just because they didn't come back doesn't mean anything. And besides, I don't care. I was just trying to figure out what you do care about. I care about me, and about my freedom, and about never going back up there. Why? Because up there sucks. Up there's school. What happened to you? But don't be worrying about me. It's none of your business. Alright. X-Men, how does it feel to hear that the person that is supposedly your leader down here doesn't care if you live or die. I, I mean, he never said that before. Well, he just said it in front of you. But it's just so nice down here. I mean, I don't know. Hey, shit stain! Don't be talking to these adults, man. The only adult that matters is Music Man. He gave us all of this. Oh, yeah, I guess that's true, but these two are really nice to me. Yeah, because they probably wanted something. Uh, I mean, they wanted to know about the Rat Pack. Yeah, adults always want something. Even Music Man. The only thing Music Man wants is for us to be down here and be safe. That's why he sends Except us out every night to get more out. kids. He only wants you to be down here so he can have bodies for an army. For a battle that he wants to fight. You're a child and you're being manipulated. Why do you even call him the music man? Man, whatever. I don't have to answer your questions anymore. Why don't y'all just, just get out of here, alright? I thought this is a place where people could do what they wanted. Yeah, kids. Us. X-Man, like... Don't... Don't worry, Daryl. I'll... I'll get rid of him. Alright, let, let's... Let's go. You shit stains. Faye turns around and walks. Whatever, Daryl. It's your funeral. Just like the rest of your friends. It's my party. As you're walking away, it's my freaking party! He like grabs a beer bottle and shatters it and throws it into the 
the massive bodies around him, not bodies, the massive children. Like I was earlier, I was like, there's a reason you shouldn't always get what you want, buddy. As X-Man is marching you back towards the entrance y'all came in. Okay, that was uh, not exactly what I wanted uh, or thought would happen. Uh, are we getting out of here now? Are you coming with us? Yeah, I mean, a lot of the stuff you said makes sense, and those kids haven't come back, and some kids didn't come back from nights before. Uh, I don't know, it's kind of kind of scary. Well, is there anyone that you want to take with you? I mean, the rest of the gang, but... And he looks out at the sea of kids. No idea where they are. And, and I don't, I don't know, they, they like it here. I liked it here, too. It's just whenever Music Man's here, everything seems to be a lot better. Better when an adult's around, huh? So do we want to give an impassioned speech and try to break all these kids out of the spell that they're under, or do something, and then, because I just feel terrible leaving with a small group of children when all these children are imprisoned by some weird psychopath using them to do his deranged bidding. I mean, I can do it. No. <laughs> uh, I hate to break it to you, but I do see flashes of the future, and I can tell them what their future will be. Okay, well... No. What do we do with them if we do break them all out? Uh, we rent out the entire apartment complex and have okay. an entire apartment complex of children. We call Javi. Faye raises her hand. Faye. Um, I have an idea. Um, I think if we do an impassioned speech, it will end up in a fight. Because I think that Daryl and his gang of misfits... <laughs> will um try to <laughs> sorry <laughs> I was thinking of Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer Island of Misfit Toys and then singing the Misfit song in my head so why am I such a misfit <laughs> Faye just um, laughs herself <laughs> <laughs> gang of misfits are gonna beat everyone up with their baseball bats <laughs> <laughs> anyways um but I think if we had X-Men tell one person, you know, like a quick summary of what's going to happen and the apartment address, then they could slowly sneak out on their own and it would spread like wildfire. Or he tells the wrong person and we lead a group of murderers to your apartment address so they can kill us. They're not murderers. Oh, he gets killed. Or he gets killed, or the he gets killed, and the music man comes to your apartment address. We can make an impassioned speech from, like, the entrance, so we can make a quick escape if we need to. I'm just picturing y'all, like, with your heads around the door jam, like, Hey, everybody, one more thing! <laughs> and they, like, they throw trash at you, and you're like, okay, we're going! Um, I say we just alert Javi and... Do we want to stay here and wait for Javi, or do we want to... Nope. <laughs> okay. 
Let's lead Javi to his death. No, I mean, he has resources. But, I mean, I just think tipping off the police is going to be a better. I don't know. The police. But the question is what if they see the police coming in force and get and like disperse and then we don't know where the hideout is? Well, you would think that the police would know how to approach a situation like this. Could we sneak a tracking device onto Darrell or Daryl or what's his name? We've already left him <laughs> Terrell. back over there. Where are y'all having this conversation at? Right in the middle of right all in front of, of the Darryl. children. <laughs> in the middle of all the children, all just looking at you. So at the entrance? Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, there's kind of it's a hush right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As you're as you're doing this, you hear some shouting coming from another tunnel, like another entrance to this area. Uh, and it's echoing off the the walls. No! I don't want to! I wanna go back! I wanna go home! And you look over and you see four rat pack members dragging a kid with them. And it's Alex. They drag him out of this tunnel across the way and they take him down and you just watch them work their way through the crowd of kids and they're kind of partying and looking at this in awe. And then as soon as it passes, they get back to doing whatever they were doing. Uh, partying, jumping, spray painting. Uh, and they take him and you kind of you lose sight of where that is. Esther turns to X-Men. Does that happen a lot? That's Alex. I, uh... Um... And he, like, rubs his head. I don't don't know how I... Know that name. But... The music man wanted him? I don't don't know. I thought y'all got to come here by choice. (sighs) don't know this is all a whole lot uh I thought this was a safe place I I came here because I wanted did I want to come here I think I did so are we gonna do anything about Alex or are we just gonna let Alex be dragged to his demise where are they taking him X-Men I don't know. Usually when when I came here, we came here and we kind of just were here. And then the music man came last night and talked to me and the others. And then he talked to some other kids and took them with him and, and the doctor guy and and, and the frog thing and the, the, the Bigfoot. And they left. Um... I don't know where they're taking him. Like, everybody that comes here wants to be here. I've only been here for like a day. If y'all want to make an impassioned speech, it's certainly something we could do, but this is... This is going to be a fight. This isn't going to be an easy thing, and I don't know where we're going to take them if they choose to come with us. And I'm worried that some of the kids are going to get killed in the process. Yeah, I think there might be a better way to fix this, which would be finding the music man and Jacoby and solving the problem with them rather than trying to solve the problem with taking the kids away from the situation. In the meantime, maybe we can take just a few at a time. 
Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm just worried about Alex now. If, if the music man wanted him so soon, I'm not sure we'll be able to save him in time. Well, and how do we know the kids that we do take aren't going, that the music man's not going to find them? I mean, weren't the kids abducted from their home? Or like music played or something and they somehow disappeared from their home? They came to the park whenever they wanted to come. At least that's what um, Luke said. Esther and I have moved before. We can move again after this season. <laughs> I've got open office space. I don't think we should leave without Alex. Agreed. Alright, well, let's go save Alex. Alright. I know I didn't like Daryl anyways. Faye's gonna turn to X-Men. X-Men, do you remember how to get back to our apartment? Uh... Think so? Okay. If things get bad, leave here. Okay. Get back to the apartment. We will meet you there. There's a key under the flower pot. Okay. The flower pot, there's a key. Uh alright. Alright, I'll I'll do that. Okay. Okay, y'all start making your way through. Um you see uh, Daryl from up on his throne is kind of sitting on the hood of the car with one knee up, his elbow resting on it, watching y'all make your way through the crowd towards where you saw Alex disappear. Um, you see they have him like tied to, to one of the scaffolding beams, like one of the base supports of a scaffolding beam. Uh, and he his eyes are puffy and red and he's just looking around terrified. Uh, and there's some kids with like pop bottles, broken pop bottles, wood planks kind of surrounding him with these makeshift weapons. And actually, you see um, those four kids that were dragging him, their eyes are wide and their mouths are moving in that same rhythmic pattern, but it's different from the way Luke was moving his mouth uh, at the the, uh, thing. Uh, What is the word for it? Not the apartment. Uh, The skyscraper. Thank you. Um, it's like they're saying a different word over and over again. Um, and they're just mouthing this word. And then as you get there, their mouths kind of stop moving. And they shake their head. And they look around. <laughs> All right. And then they, like, disperse into the crowd. So you're walking up and pushing your way through the sea of children and these makeshift guards well actually Alex looks up and oh oh miss miss Carver miss Carver I, did, I remember I, re- I remembered everything the, the 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 music man the the kids everything they and then they got me she like runs over and sits next to him hey Alex it's okay it's okay the guards do not let you get oh. close to him they step in between him you're gonna have to leave Miss Faye, please don't leave me here I don't want to be here anymore. I thought I did, but I don't want to. I walk up next to Faye, open up my jacket with my gun, and I was like, listen, we don't need any problems, guys. We just want to talk to Alex. They look terrified of the gun. Like, 
Daryl? Daryl? We don't need Daryl's attention. Listen, we're with the doctor, the music man. We're just taking care of Alex. You see Daryl and his troop of goons are making their way down from his throne over to this area. Uh, and Bill, you, you look back over to that, that tent flap and you can see the frog-faced guy is like, has one of his sticky pad hands and peeling back the curtain and is watching all with his big wide set eyes. Hey, what are you looking at? <laughs> hey, you. I see you. <laughs> Failing. Does he keep looking? As if you call attention to him, he like ducks back into the tent. Uh, I don't know if anybody would look over there to, to see the frog face guy when Bill was yelling at him. But uh, yeah, he quickly disappears once Bill yells at him. Faye, like, can't take it anymore. Like, she's losing her mind. How yeah. tall are the kids in front of her? They're junior high kids, so they're short. Okay. Sorry, guys. And she just, like, <laughs> and walks through. Okay. You show him to the side. You walk through. Uh, you get to Alex. He is tied up with, like, a bed sheet. Liquor sticks. Yeah, liquor sticks. <laughs> you eat through them. They're delicious, and now he's free. Uh, no, he's like tied up with a bed sheet. Um, uh, and you hear Daryl shout out from behind you, Hey, Music Man says no one touches him until... And then he stops talking. And his eyes go wide, and he starts moving his mouth in that rhythmic pattern. All his goons start moving their mouth in the rhythmic pattern. The guards start moving their mouth in the rhythmic pattern. And you look closely at their mouths, and it's just going, kill, 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 kill. And they all grab something sharp or hard or metal next to them, and they all start swarming in around you. What do you do? What is Alex doing oh, and what is X-Men doing? Uh, so these kids start moving in on you. Uh, you look at Alex. Alex. Alex's mouth is not moving. I motioned to him to cover his ears. Sorry. He, I motioned to him to cover his ears. He covers his ears and he's like, I, they hear the music. They hear the music, but I, I don't anymore. I don't hear. And he like covers his ears. I don't hear the music anymore. Faye's nodding frantically uh -huh. at him. Uh, you look at X-Man and X-Man's mouth is moving too. I knew Sorry. it. Uh. You just clipped that audio. <laughs> <laughs> that was my replacement for many other words that are happening in my brain. I mean, he probably has to be close. Can I burn a power tag and, like, blare the... Take control of the music, blare it, and, like, try to cancel out the music that they're hearing with the music that is playing? Interesting. Um, sure. Okay. So, so these people are crowding in around you, and you you start. Uh, go ahead and burn that tag. Okay. Are you wanting to do like a change the game thing? Um. Yeah. I mean, because like the goal is to get just like to stop the attack, and for us to just grab Alex and just get out. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was thinking machine possession would be the 
the tag you burn yeah okay so uh go ahead and burn that tag describe for us how you do this and so when you burn a tag you like automatically succeed as if you had rolled a 10 plus with a juice of three mm-hmm. so are you doing like a change the game do you think would it be change the game or would it be like a take the risk or a hit with all you've got or Because, like, I guess with hit, hit with all you've got, you hold the target's attention. Okay. Yeah, so you're trying to hit them hit them with all you've got. Okay, okay. So you, you roll a 10 plus with 3. So you're hitting them with a tier equals 3. Yeah. Uh, and what do you... What two options do you choose? So we, we gain the superior position in that we are able to... Like, they're so mesmerized, or, like, the music is so loud and conflicts with the music man's music Mm -hmm. that I feel like we're able to move past them. Okay. And in that of gaining a superior position. Okay, so superior position and hold the target's attention? Yeah. What does it look like as you take control of these different, like, musical machines and radios all around the room? He Ren collapses or like puts his knee to the ground and he has both of his hands clenching the ground and you see this like blue almost like root like um energy like radiate from his hands that go straight to uh the music stages and this the music starts intensifying and um and like you're hearing both of this like extreme uh, EDM music, and then you're also hearing like this hip hop music, and it's like echoing off of in in the cavern, and um, and with these kids, they like hear the music man's music, but then they hear these two other things, and it's the music is just echoing, and so like they. Uh, it's giving them a headache, and so they kind of it makes them dizzy and kind of collapse to the ground. Sure. So, so from all around, as you place your hands down, the circuitry shoots out from hands. Find these different machines. The circuitry traces up into the radios, and it dials it up. To, <laughs> I was, I was just <laughs> dropped an MF bomb. Uh, it goes from one to ten real quick, and you all actually cover your ears because of how loud it is but then all the kids as well they like snap out of their trance and they grab their heads and they start screaming uh and it's like horrible the screaming noise the blaring music uh alex is holding his hands to his head and like just clamping as hard as he can uh but the kids are screaming and you have a chance you can grab alex and you can escape so Rin is focusing on that. What does everybody else do? I don't know if it's really in Esther's character or not, but she's going to scoop up Alex and head for the door. Okay. Esther grabs Alex and starts running for the entrance. Shoving your way past these kids. Bill, Faye, do you follow? Where's, where's X-Man? X-Man is at the entrance that you're coming at. But when Faye turned around to look at him, he was also moving his mouth in like he was part of the the trance. Trance, yeah. 
I'm gonna run at him and try to like grapple him and see if we can I can just pull him with us. Okay. Even tranced. Okay, so you grab you grab X Man, you sling him over your shoulder. Thay. Faye is looking at all of the the sewer entrances that like come into this big circular thing. Mm-hmm. Does she see like the music man or anything? Okay, yeah. So you run up to like this vantage point because it's kind of like a bowl shaped. Like the sewer pipes come in here and then they go into a bowl shape. Um, so you like get up on this vantage point and you look around. You check all the entrances and exits. You don't see another adult in here. You just see all the kids screaming and holding their head and the music still blaring and your own ears ringing from the the sound of the music. I run to the entrance. Okay. And with one final look at the kids, you run through the entrance, Rin right behind you, uh, and as soon as Rin leaves, like, the circuitry fades from the radios... The uh, the music dials back down to a normal volume, and the kids uncover their ears. <clears throat> Not in a trance anymore, and they look at each other. <sighs> and they get back to doing fun party stuff. End of episode. Thanks for listening to this episode of Misconceptions. We will be back with our next episode on July 1st. If you have Facebook and Twitter, you can find us on both of those platforms and you can get up-to-date information about the show, behind-the-scenes pictures, and fun videos that we sometimes post. If you have a Gmail, you can email us at misconceptionspod at gmail.com. This show is completely supported by the generous donations of our patrons on Patreon. If you would like to become a Patreon and support us financially, please click on the link below. City of Mist is an RPG created by Son of Oak. You can find more of their products at sonofoak.com. The Misconceptions theme music was composed by Aaron Wharton. You can find more of his music at aaronwharton.com. And that is it for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you'll be back next time. And I also hope that you keep it nerdy, y'all.